after 30 episodes or so Where our parody songs glisten And you will listen to hear Bad jokes on our show Christmas. You'll hear this at 5 p.m. on Friday night. Maybe a bit later. Let's as well. hope Josh brings gusto and isn't quiet. And may all your Christmases. I nearly missed the note there. <laughs> be white. Noise! With Josh and Blacker. Very nice. <laughs> Welcome to the White Noise Christmas Special. The Christmas Special. Where we definitely didn't accidentally prepare the same song. <laughs> but luckily the lyrics are different. Exactly. So I hope you enjoyed that parody of White Christmas. <laughs> it was the obvious, it's the obvious choice. The name of the, the... It wasn't actually my first choice. That's, what, that's the problem then. That's the thing. I went for my favourite Christmas carol. And then I realised that... It, like, didn't quite work on the ukulele. Because this is the one you told me you were doing. I told you I was doing White Christmas. No, you told me the other one you were doing. What did you think I was doing? Something else. Because I remember no. I'd been thinking of no, White, tell me of what, white tell Christmas. Because I know what my favourite Christmas carol is. Well, I can't remember. I just I just remember you saying something that wasn't White Christmas. Because I'd already been planning White Christmas. And you said something that wasn't White Christmas. So I went, oh, we're fine then. And then I completely forgot what you were doing. Because I wanted to be surprised by it. And then you rocked <laughs> up with White Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Because I, I did like a bar to just warm up when I walked in, and Josh's face was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so annoyed I messed up that last little bit of. I it's had okay, it you'll have a second chance later. Oh, do you, well, I could play along with it. Yes, because we definitely just found the same chords online. So you actually can play along. <laughs> Amazing. I was, this was, this is good because I had my lyrics and I was kind of looking over at like this awkward angle, which I won't have later. You won't have later because it'll be up on the, on the big screen. Exactly. Well, I won't have to look, look at lyrics either. That's all right. Well, how good. Welcome to White Noise, our Christmas special. Alrighty. Um... So, in the true spirit of Christmas, we've decided to compile a naughty and nice. Oh, we're doing this now. Oh, wait, what were we going to do first? I thought we could do this like midway through. Oh, okay. Sorry, we're not doing the naughty and nice. But that's a little preview. That's a little preview of what's to come. (laughs) What have you got for us, Josh? I hope it's Christmas themed. Well, it's reminiscentness. Oh, year and review (laughs) theme. Year and review theme. Random, random number. Just throw it out there. Thirty-five. Thirty-five. What about less than 35? Is that because I gave you 35 when you asked me for a random number the other day? No. Let's go 6. 6. Alright. Actually, no, no, no. Let's go 8, sorry. 8. 1, 2, 3, 4, Oh, five. I know what this is. It has to be less than 35 because he's looking at our episode. Oh, you know what he's doing. Do you, want, do you want to guess what our 8th episode was? I'm going to say I would have been in charge of the topic because that was back when we were doing like one of us is in charge of the topic. Yeah. It wasn't... Uh, it wasn't... Was it the Pokemon one? No, that was earlier. No, that was... It was the cricket one. No. That was the episode six. What was eight? Well, eight was the worst Avenger. And we went through and we ranked oh, we all ranked the, the Avengers. Avengers. Oh, we ranked the Avengers. Oh. 
Are you going to quiz me on... No. Oh, so you literally were just being like... I was just asking you. But do you want to re- do you want to hear the episode description? Because I know you don't always hear the episode descriptions. Well, no, I pay and... complete attention to the episode descriptions. <laughs> this one, I didn't even do... I didn't even write out the segments of the of the show. Well, there weren't segments. It was just chaos. It was just chaos. This was back before... Because um, we... Because for, well, eventually for I started with doing... us the whole way. I started doing them with... Um, after the mid-season? With the next episode. Actually. Oh, what? I thought it was after mid-season. Oh, no, hang on. It was definitely One of them after... I did. Because for SCP, Silly Cool Pals, I did it. and then Oh, that's right. You did it for SCP because SCP was so chaotic. So chaotic. Yeah. And then uh, the cricket team was after that, and I didn't, didn't, do, didn't do it for that one. But then I was close to the cricket team then. Yeah, you yeah. were. And then from the next episode, I started with Yeah, because the, the, the next one was the one, last one before the mid-season break. Because after we took our little break... Sorry, this is... No, there was three more episodes before the mid-season oh. break. Yeah, I clearly we don't know your history that well. That's right. We're here to reminisce. We're here to... You wouldn't be able to... This is a blatant parody of another podcast. What? Reminiscence? <laughs> no, the Hamish and Andy Mem- Remembering Project. Oh, yeah. Well, you know... I mean, now... You know what they say? Good artists copy, great artists steal. So what are we doing? We're stealing. <laughs> <laughs> We're pulling a, a Paul Simon. No, we don't want to do that. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> that was meant to be an insult to Paul Simon, but I realized you, it came as more. Yeah, it just, but we've already bagged him out on the show, so it sounded like an insult to us. Yeah. 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 Anyway, an anti shout out to Paul Simon. Anti shout out. But yeah, uh, read me through the episode description. All right. For... Oh, that's right, because the Spotify. Cause, so Josh was in charge of uploading them, and I'm in charge of the social media, which means Josh puts his personal bias on these things. Well, uh, that's true. And no different for this episode where I said. <laughs> Is Bruce Banner really the Hulk? Why does he have seven PhDs? Find out more on today's episode. That's a God, those were exactly. I'm so glad we changed how we did the. Book. I changed <laughs> how, how I did them. I think it's well, way more interesting. You don't need, as in, like I'm finding it stressful enough figuring out where to do one PhD. Like, let alone like you don't need seven PhDs. Although it'd be amazing because you'd learn so much. But also, seven PhDs, like you, it just takes you two or three years, right? At best, it takes you maybe two years. So 14 years, so he finishes... I'd say even at best, it takes you like three years. You know what I mean? Like two to three years is like the dream for a, for a pair. Like yeah. Some of them, people take like 10 years to do. Well, some people do them in two years. Yeah, but those aren't very good usually. No, some of the best are in two years. The only PhD thesis to win a Nobel Prize was done in two years. Yeah, but it was a bit and of it was, a lame... It was no, a it, was lame also only, it was also only seven pages long. Yeah, it's it a bit it, lame. Do you know which one I'm referring to? Yeah, you've told me about it before. Oh, the brilliant. Yeah. Oh. My supervisor's PhD thesis was only 30 pages. This is boring. We don't want to talk about PhDs on Christmas. Well, you brought up freaking Bruce Banner. Christmas time. Everyone is listening to this around their little fake fire. The Christmas tree's up. They've opened all their presents. <laughs> the fake fire in their ears after that horrible ukulele. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... But of course, we also did a another Christmas special this year. Yeah, I realised <laughs> this when I was preparing. I was like, hang on, we've already done a Christmas... But that Christmas in July episode, we just did one Christmas thing. And that was, we did um, the Christmas in July song that I wrote last year. Well, so last year, we had, there was an open mic at Christmas in July. That's right, because we put out the fundraising link for Oxfam with this. We did. And we... Um, that was the, this year. And But like, last year, there was... I, I thought I'd written a a parody of a song. Oh, no, i just written a song. i just written an original yeah, song. Yeah, because I was, I was sick last year. And so, so we put it out of doing it. And so I was on the podcast. I was like, hey, Josh, I've got my computer right here. I've got the document. I've not looked at it. Do you want to just perform it impromptu? We started performing and we realized partway through performing, 
I hadn't actually finished the lyrics to the song. <laughs> so we so we winged it. Can I just say, I feel like it's a bit arrogant, nay, even masturbatory to be at well, the yeah. end. Of- <laughs> Sorry, I mean, like you hear that a lot in theatre. As in like masturbatory theatre. Oh, okay. Well, think about it. This is a family podcast and you've just, just gone. And- Do you want to bleep that out? <laughs> You're very okay. thrown off by that word. <laughs> If you do theatre, you get if you drama, you get used to that like word in that sense. Anyway, it's very arrogant of us as a podcast, the end of our first season, to be doing a review, I think. No, it's not. I reckon it is. How is it? Let us know in the comments below. Why is it arrogant? We're proud of where we started and where we've come to. Have we come we actually tell you what, reading that episode description of the Avengers episode. We have come so far this year. As in we weren't amazing. We're not amazing now. But think back to where we were. <laughs> think back to where we were. In fact, I could play, I could play a bit. I no, I think that would be... I don't think we need to do I that. Think, I think we do. No, this is... You're, you're just demonstrating that you have access to a mobile phone. And... Are you, are you playing a random howdy, point? Howdy, let's get rowdy. <laughs> Welcome back to... What That's right, I opened the episode with Howdy, Howdy, Let's Michael Get Rowdy. Wasn't that the second... This was the second episode. <laughs> Why are you not playing the Avengers the episode? Spray. The spray. Well, like, it's reminiscent. We're reminiscing about the, the whole spray. thing. Oh, oh, we should do. Oh, let's let's reminisce over the okay. let's reminisce over the lemon spray. You will be missed, literally. <laughs> that's it. That's our reminisce. That's it. Thank you for listening. That's a one minute segment is just that excellent joke. Oh dear. I actually, no, I've seen it because I've been figuring out when I'm going to move it because I'm in the process of moving, of course. I thought it died. Yeah, but I've still got the containers and I should, I can buy a refill. Oh, I thought we were burying it. We talked about that, but as in, I have the, so there's a little, little spray, a lemon spray tree. So there's a the little spray canister which has a spray, but then there's the thing that automates it based on battery power that pumps it out. I still have the thing that pumps it out. I don't have the actual lemon spray source, but I could get a lemon spray source. And bring it back. Is it? Are they called sources? No, but they're little bottles of stuff. You know what we should do? We should make a GoFundMe for the lemon spray <laughs> yeah. to get people, and we'll get one dollar raised. <laughs> oh, well, it's what? It's it's what? I think it's like ten bucks for a refill. No, it's six bucks for a refill. I wanna I wanna put up a GoFundMe just to see who donates, and every person who who donates will will become a. Well, we'll tell them what they become based on the next segment. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Segue. Oh. We've even got segways. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who needs those Canberra scooters when you've got segways? Yeah. Hey. Hey. Hey-o. Um, well, Josh, I've been making a list and checking it twice. Are we finding out who's been naughty and nice? White noises coming, coming to, to town. town. <laughs> now we'd like to announce our live show. Because <laughs> we're, we're coming to a town. Well, I mean, you. I did technically try and learn another Christmas carol, so we have two in the repertoire. We have. Well, we've got a whole song. We could do a live show. We could. We could do a live show. I now know three songs on the three and a half songs on the ukulele. Yeah, I'm sure you could figure out some more. As in, the ukulele is a very easy instrument. No offense, Vance Joy. No, <laughs> no, no offense. No offense at all, Vance Joy. <laughs> Love your work, but come on, let's be real. Like, you know. like you're my favorite musician, but you need a. <laughs> is Vance Joy my favorite musician? Yeah, I think he is. Oh, big call. No, he definitely friend is. of the show, Vance Joy. Friend of the show. <laughs> well, hang on. Are you, are you gonna toss that? Okay, all right. This is this is this is something that has caused grief. So I was I was chatting to a friend of the show on the weekend. An yeah. actual friend of the show. I was chatting with two friends of the show. I was chatting with friends number one and number two. Oh, very Kelvin exciting. and Kate. 
Shout out to both of them, friends of the show. Friend, friends of the show. And they were... And Kate was taking ire at the fact that she was friend number two of the show and Kelvin was number one. When Kelvin's only listened to two hours of the podcast. But Kelvin also did provide the opportunity for our first ever uh, foray into a different studio. So, as well, in no, surely that's, the... that's Maddie, not Kelvin. Should she be a friend of the show? She probably let's... should be before we Before we get into... But the... she didn't know what podcasts were, so... Actually, yeah. no, they all were friends. Didn't I in- introduce them all as friends of the show? Did you? Didn't I? Should we? Um, <laughs> yeah. we, can't, we can't. We can't go to the. You know what? Do you want to? Should we just make them friends of the show? Now? Actually, no. We can't make them friends of the show yet because, because we have to know where we, they. We are, yes. Because actually, Kelvin was introduced last in that segment, so he could actually be friend number three, and Maddie might be friend number one. How do you know Kelvin was introduced last? Because when we were recording, left to right in front of me was Maddie, Hannah, and Kelvin. This is exceptional memory. Thank you. I I reckon we because it's a posthumous thing. I think we have to add them. Oh, posthumous. Wow. Yeah. All the vocabulary is coming out today. <laughs> posthumous <laughs> masturbation. <laughs> masturbation. Wait, that's. Whoa. I don't know about that. I don't know about that one. Anyway, I nearly went to smack the butter. <laughs> yeah, I was like, we haven't finished this segment. <laughs> I know. I just wanted to move on. <laughs> um, but the naughty and nice list. So. Um, last week, not last week, for the listeners about three or four weeks ago, we said if your white noise was your top podcast and your Spotify wrapped, drop us a little message. A little comment, yeah. Yeah. And so I've compiled a, a nice list, a naughty list, and a medium list. A medium list. So on the nice list, we have in, and this is in the order at which they posted them, and we have Ben Hoffman. Very nice. Tiffany Mayer. Well, Sorry, hang, on, Summerday, hang on a second. Huh. Mm. Well, did she post that she had? Hang on. Well, hang on. You keep going, and I'll I'll air my grievances in a. In oh, a second. okay, okay. In a second. Kirsten, uh, Kirsten. Also, I realized we um, because May is not actually her surname, so we might have to find out what she wants as her name on her official friend of the show list. That's true, and uh, also the episode that's about to drop. <laughs> yeah, the episode dropped two, days, two weeks ago, Josh. Yeah. Um, Kirsten Blacker, my mum, Rachel Pickett, and now this this last person didn't comment on the post, but Kate Bailey showed me her phone in person. Oh, that she was, and she also receives as well as being on the nice list. Uh, I want to present the White Noise Anti Zuck Award for Rebellion Against Big Corporations. Oh, that's to Kate Bailey. Yep. Because yep. she didn't want Zuck to have screenshots, to have access to her photos. Absolutely fair. So, you know, and we are, I would say we are anti-big corporations. Are we? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I feel like we, we bagged out Zuck and Bezos on the show before. Yeah, and we host our platform on Spotify. Every <laughs> major corporation. <laughs> well, they, we, that could we, silence us at any second. And perhaps is already silencing us based on the number of listens we have. <laughs> Our day. You said show me a screenshot during the week that showed our listeners going up. Yeah, well... <laughs> Keep on listening if you're listening. And if we suddenly disappear off the face of the earth, get in, get in touch with us because it might be the Zuck. Or not the Zuck. people close to us because you probably won't be able to get in touch with us. You see the problem if we disappear off the face of the earth, how are people going to get in touch But what if the people listening are people who aren't close to us? What? <laughs> I'm so confused. Same! <laughs> Anyway, anyway, my problems. I okay. I have a problem with Tiff being on the nice list. Okay, and why is that? Why is that? Well, I think 
what she posted wasn't actually that White Noise was her number one. She posted the stats of of her listening, her marathon oh. listening to White Noise. And secondly, she only listened to two episodes for a total of 53 minutes. Which I think we can agree... Out of 35 episodes that we've published this year... You know what? Even, even pretty Kelvin poor. listened to more than that. That's pretty poor, honestly, Tiff. And you should, like, do better, honestly. It was 52 minutes, actually. Well, 52 minutes. That's even worse. That, yeah. That, you know. That is... So, are you saying... But then, what do we do with um, both Rachel and Kirsten? Well, they're I'd fine. Just... I presume they're also the, the, the top. It's just, I think... I think it's a bit rich to say, I'm a... You're a... You're a friend of the show when you've only listened to two episodes. So I suppose we know that both the other two have actually listened to things, yeah. whereas Tiff, yeah. Tiff. Okay, so you don't, you don't, you want to scratch Tiffany from the. I think houses. Tiff deserves to be on the naughty list, honestly. Really? <laughs> you know what? I'm not gonna the for for trying to pull the wool over over our eyes and pretend that she's a friend of the show. That's dishonest, and Santa doesn't reward dishonesty. Well, that means there's now three people on the naughty list. Well deserved. Um, but you only know of two of them. Um, yeah, I'm not actually sure. <laughs> I, I actually do not know who the... So there's the medium place as well. So I, we wanted to say on the medium list is... It places, sorry, the medium place, which is a reference <laughs> to the good place. But in the medium place, we have one person. It's currently Ben Wilson. And that's because he, again, came up to me in person and showed where we sat in terms of his, what should we call it, his podcasts. And we weren't number one, we were number two. That's good. And Wasn't Sam- Murray also number... Murray also had numbered as... Oh, M- Murray can join Ben in the medium place. Yep. There we go. Um, the medium place, by the way, we're not keeping a track of its... No, it's no you're just thrown in there. It's just... like, it's a, but Murray, Murray and Ben, you know who you are. You know that you're not... Like, you're doing well. Shout-outs. But... Shout-outs to both of you. Well, but next no, year I, we expect... Not, not quite a shout. Not quite a... More like an out. Or just like a, a shout. A shout. A, no, no, just a speak, a call out. A call out. A call out. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, we're calling out them on our podcast. <laughs> but, you know, next year we expect a little bit more. Yeah. Know. You know, it's kind of like we've got... It's but like, in you know, your defence, in your defence, we didn't publish as many episodes as some other big podcasts. So maybe that's why we were second. No, but they could have re-listened to the episodes. If they were a true fan, they would have re-listened to episodes. I never re-listened to podcast episodes. I think that's a bit rich. I mean, I don't either, but, but if a true For now, of... you're in the medium spot, and next year, you might graduate into... into because we will be show. putting out more podcasts. Exactly. And, and you know what? You know what? In fact, this we'll is... probably be putting out more episodes than most other shows next year. Will we? Yeah. That's a big call from Josh. Very you know, you know what? You, uh, I'll have to ask you about that later, because I don't know what you're implying. <laughs> and I feel like we get too technical at times <laughs> in our podcast. I issue a challenge to both Murray and Benjamin. Ooh. I've never called Ben Benjamin. <laughs> I do like calling Ben Benjamin, though. That's a real power move. Benjamin Lawson. <laughs> Benjamin I, Lawson. I'm going <laughs> I'm to call him that when I see him tomorrow. Benjamin. Um, my challenge to you is this. If you can prove that the podcasts that were above White Noise on your Spotify wrapped were, had produced more hours of content in 2020 than we produced in 2020, and that you... So prove that, and that you listen to a greater percentage of our content than their content. So say you listen to, yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, if you listen yeah, to hundred yeah. percent of our content, but only fifty percent of their content, yeah, absolutely, we'll, we'll put yeah. you on the nicest. Yeah, yeah because um, Spotify's algorithm is against the little guys like ourselves. <laughs> Josh was looking at me to try and have me back him up, but I just, I just couldn't. 
I couldn't bring myself to do it. So, okay, so we've only got four people on the nice list now, which is Ben, uh, it feels weird saying Kirsten, my mum, <laughs> Rachel, and Kate. Um, and the reward for being on the nice list is that you are now all promoted to being friends of the show. Very nice. But we'll discuss in more detail the ordering of friends of the show in a moment because it sounds like we have to go back to that Rogaining episode. Um, now we have to get to the naughty list. So first on the naughty list is Tiff, as you just brought up. Yep. For reasons explained. Reasons explained. Um, Never try to pull the wool over our eyes. We'll see right through it. Exactly. <laughs> uh, you know what's funny? Because after the previous episode, remember that Tiff's family is now going to be listening. Oh, true. And they now know that we've put... Her on the naughty list. Well, Tiff's family, if you're listening, she deserves to be there. <laughs> and we've given you the evidence why. Um, if t- tell you what, if any of Tiff's family... Also, if, any, if anyone sends an audio message to the show, um, they become a friend of the show. Remember how we... Oh, that's a big... That's a big... <laughs> we're going to get so many. <laughs> so... Because <laughs> we've been inundated with audio messages to begin with. Well, we will soon. <laughs> Look, you got to do what you got to do. What happens in like 10 years when we've got like millions of people sending in audio messages? You have a problem with having lots of friends? Actually, no, I don't. Good point. Exactly. <laughs> As we can have best friends of the show. We can promote Oh, people. yeah, we can... <laughs> As in, we can. I reckon better friends of the show, best friends of the show. We can have better. Oh, we could even promote some people to better friends of the show. Yeah, that's a bit spicy. <laughs> Is there anyone? Maybe we'll, we'll discuss that in a bit more detail. Uh, I, well, we'll do that as the next segment. But let's just finish the naughty list. Next up, and this is, and this is like, I'm almost tempted to make an enemy of the show for this person, and it's Emma Walsh. Yeah, well, aren't, aren't these the enemies of... The, oh, no, they're this just, they're, this this is just the naughty, naughty list. list so but, like, I would be considered con- contemplating making an enemy of the show's list for, for Emma. Yeah. And that's because on our post... Sim- similar to Tiff. We tried to pull the wool over our eyes. Took a screen... And not for you, but for me. Yeah. Or did it. But, yeah. You know, I was like... Well, I saw through it. Like, it took me It took me a day, to be fair, before I saw through it. But I eventually, eventually... But then did. we were like... I Because I remember being like, wow, she listens to the exact same podcast as Ben. Huh. She uses the same phone system as Ben. <laughs> well, really her battery is like, the exact, exact same. same. <laughs> and she took the screenshot at the exact the same, same time. Time okay. of the thing. And then we realised, being the, the the bright geniuses that we are, exactly myself having freshly just graduated university. Same. Uh, you know, if, you know, you've got an honours year to do. Well, I've graduated though. Yeah, I mean, I could have said that last year though. Anyway, <laughs> true. We got two. Two minds from Australia's number one university. <laughs> and top and, 20 in the world. And we put those minds together. I just grabbed my head. <laughs> in a very like, And we were like, hang on a second. This doesn't quite add up. Exactly. And we were like, someone has gotten a sheep. <laughs> gotten a pair of scissors. Very carefully. This is very Christmas themed, of course. Sheep. Very, exactly. It was a sheep from Bethlehem. <laughs> Uh, snipped some some, some <laughs> yes, hair that's off how the they snip they snip off sheep's wool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go with me here. Created and got a bit of wool, stitched it together. Um, sprinkled a bit of salt on it because it it preserves the wool. It's oh, like what? salt salt preserves that's, everything. What? If you sp- sprinkle a bit of salt on you, you'll live longer. Really? Yeah. I've got some salt right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. I just saw the aloe vera gel, which is funny. <laughs> oh, you do have. Why do you have so much? We'll bring that up in a moment. Um, and and then Emma, with her salted wool, <laughs> pulled, tried to pull it over her eyes, and then we were like, and then we got a bit salty. 
Yeah, well, <laughs> the salt got into our eyes and we were like, ah, <laughs> we see what's going and on And then we here. ripped the wool off and we saw the truth. Exactly. And the truth was not what we wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Very <laughs> unfortunate. <laughs> Can I just say, we've done an excellent job of dragging out the fact that she just copied and pasted Ben's photo. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Emma, you're on the naughty list and I would say we don't have enemies of the show. Oh, uh, yeah, Kind of do. Do we? Paul Simon. I called Tiff an enemy of the show just last week. Yeah, true. Look, you're on very strong on the anti-Tiff train. <laughs> and, like, I feel like... I've well deserved, as we've, as we've pointed out. <laughs> Should be clear from, from the episode why... I might, I might take a step back a little bit. I, like, I feel like... Like, last week when we were recording that episode, I felt a little bit like a boxing judge. Like, I was in the ring there with them and they were sparring and... I kind of wanted them to just keep sparring because I knew it was entertaining for the people. But there was also like, I was worried if a loose fist might catch me in the door, <laughs> yeah. you know? I, I wonder if that ever happens. Anyway, besides the point, we've got a third person on the naughty list. I, I don't know. know. I, who is it? Uh, Joshua Robinson, what? just for being a naughty boy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a second. That can't be right. <laughs> who is this guy? <laughs> You weren't expecting that, were you? No. No? <laughs> Got him. Why am I on the naughty list? For being a naughty boy. I'm not a naughty boy. I'm a real boy. <laughs> I've been a good boy, I promise. Yeah. Um, the salt shall inherit the earth. Wait, no, that's not the, the quote, is it? Um, why do you have so much salt? Um, because... Hold <laughs> on. Is your window open? No. <laughs> Sorry, I don't, I don't know if the listeners heard that. Prob- probably. <laughs> but... <laughs> uh, the reason I have so much salt is because. Can I just say, by the way, in reference to my earlier song, you definitely brought gusto today. Thank you. Sorry, that was me. <laughs> Why do you have so much salt? Um, for my toe, I have to give it a little a little salt bath after I shower, so that oh, yeah. it doesn't get um, a bacterial infection. Oh yeah, that that makes sense. Yeah, I know someone who was doing salt baths of something for a while. Yeah, me with my toe. <laughs> anyway, well, that's that wraps it up. Let's get back to this friends of the show business because I think this is an important. I think this could be a cliffhanger for the start of next season. So I think we'll have to. I think we'll have to figure it out over the summer. You don't want to figure it out live. Well, I think the thing is we'll have to go back and listen to whether or not we call them friends of the show. Yeah. I am making the executive decision. I don't like this behind the... As in, I'm I'm saying we keep the... We don't... We... we I like... Okay. I would, I'm not sure we called them friends of the show. They were the first people we called friends of the show. I kind of want to go from... Like, we may have tossed that out randomly, right? That's true. I feel like we have said friend of the show in a joking manner before. A lot. Without so, having actually designated people as friends of the show. In which case, if we say... We jokingly called them friends of the show. Kelvin wasn't the first friend of the show then. So that means Kate is promoted to number one. Yeah. Callum jumps up to two. Celine jumps up to three. Yeah. Are we making this official decision? Yeah. All right. I'm about to... Build. So do we want to make Kelvin, Maddie and Hannah friends of the show? Do we? You know what? You know what? Kelvin, Maddie and Hannah, if you get in touch with us... Yeah, that proves you've listened. That proves you've listened. That's, yeah, exactly. Because I'm not convinced that you actually... I'm not convinced Maddie knows what a podcast is. I'm, yeah, that was very confusing. <laughs> <laughs> During, on the, I'm not sure if we ever discussed this on the podcast, but on the drive over there, she went, 
do you upload your episodes somewhere? <laughs> like, implying that we were just recording these and keeping them on a computer somewhere to, just listen, to, to, to listen to them ourselves. <laughs> Which is very strange. Josh, isn't that funny? I wouldn't sit down listening to Josh talk, let alone uh, well, listening to him talk to me. <laughs> I, I have a YouTube channel. Please, please follow why are you plugging your own other stuff this is why it's a it's not a 50-50 cut is because see this is an example of you using the podcast to work your milk your own this again no we're not done with friends of the show here we are so Kate, Callum and Celine that's our friends of the show and then um, so we're not making the the three Rogan as friends of the show so Kelvin's the first person to lose a status as friends of the show and he went from number one to being off the list. Off the list. Yeah. So get in touch, Kelvin, if you want to be back on the list to prove your point. Unlucky brother. So next up, it goes <laughs> unlucky brother. Then Ben Hoffman. Uh, wait, as a... F- oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Didn't we say that people who are yeah, nice yeah, yeah, get yeah, on the friends of the show? Masses. So then... Sorry, ben, I, was, I got Ben and Emma confused, which is very dangerous, considering <laughs> what had happened. The situation. That would be a gross injustice if Emma ended up as a friend of the show and Ben did not. That would be... As in, we would have to make a formal apology. Exactly. At this stage, we don't have to make a formal apology. No. That was Although, just a... I'm a little nervous about us booting Kelvin from the friend of the, friend of the show list, because he might demand a formal apology. Well, Kelvin, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. There's That's your formal savage. apology. Well, shout out to Ben, my mum and Rachel have now been added as friends of the show. Very nice. Shout out to Callum and Celine and Kate for all jumping up one rank. Very nice. Very nice. Claps. It claps, it claps all round. Um, oh, hang on. I think, I think I've got a sound effect for you that. You do have a sound effect for that? That's fantastic. Um, and Murray and Ben, you've got a chance to prove... Well, really, we've got five... Oh, sorry, Benjamin. Benjamin, sorry. Should I make note of the pending friends of the show as well? Pending friends. Pending, <laughs> pending friends of the show, which is... Um, so we have Kelvin, Pei, Maddie, Buddy, uh, who's next? Hannah, is Hannah's surname Price? I don't know. Yep. No, Hannah, yeah. you know Hannah, I don't know Hannah. Right. Um, um, well done to everyone Murray. that, uh, has been promoted to a friend of the show or increased their number as a friend of the show. Yay! <laughs> I thought it was going to be a clap! <laughs> was that meant to be a clap? No. <laughs> that sounds like you saying yay <laughs> so we actually have um so we have six friends of the show and five pending friends of the show very nice so we've got yeah and then if we decide to go with enemies of the show we have Tiff and Emma will be enemies of the show that means that household might become an enemy household of the show oh yeah that's that's <laughs> enemy land <laughs> enemy enemy territory that is very dangerous Alright, well we've established, I think that's all we've got to go through with the, uh, with the Naughty and Nice list. Do you want to hit that button? So, um, I thought, you know, we started this season talking about movies. We did. We did. We've talked about movies a fair bit, actually. Indeed, and so I thought it'd be fitting to kind of go back to movies and talk about movies again. But as it's our Christmas special, let's talk about Christmas movies. And so what I'm going to do is... I saw a quiz like this online. I didn't like it. And so I modified it a little bit. Very nice. Um, and so what I've done is I've gotten five pairs of Christmas films. And I want you to say which one you would keep and which one you'd destroy forever. Okay. Let's you do ready? it. Let's you do ready? it. I've tried to theme them. Um, you'll be <laughs> able to see. I've also tried to... I basically picked ones that I'd seen or I'd heard of. Okay. Because I figured they'd probably be well... Like, you'd be likely to know yeah. of them if yeah, I'd be. Of yeah. course. So yeah. the first two... 
would you rather keep Nightmare Before Christmas or How the Grinch Stole Christmas? Is it the Jim Carrey version? Of the... Which... How the Grinch Stole Christmas? Yes. Oh, keeping the Jim Carrey version for sure. Goodbye, Nightmare Before over Christmas. Over and over. Yeah. You don't rate Absolutely. Tim Burton's classic. No. You well, don't? I've never seen it, but don't rate You've it. You've not seen Unlucky. that one. That's all. Your summer homework is... So, well, I remember I tried to watch it. I watched the first 10 minutes and then I went, oh, this isn't that good. Turned it off. Never watched it again. I remember hearing... So one of the, the things about The Nightmare Before Christmas is that like there's the... the each holiday has like a town associated with it. And Jack... can't remember Jack's surname. Skellington. Jack I know Skellington, that. There you go. Is, the, is like the president of Halloween Town. And he discovers that there's portals to the other, these other towns. And he goes to Christmas. And he, uh, he's from Halloween. And he's a skeleton. Chaos ensues, basically. He ends up kidnapping Santa or something like that. Um, oh, there's the honk again. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the honk. If you are the person who's making that honk, get in touch. <laughs> I, I like low probability. This is like, the, the other day, I got a random... Do you remember how ages back, we made it a rule that if you messaged us Cricket19, you'd get something? Oh, yeah. What if we... My dad messaged me Cricket19 the, the other day out of the blue. I was like, this is not a man who plays enough video games. This is not a man who plays video games. <laughs> <laughs> Although he probably would be a fan of Cricket19. Ah, uh, Yeah, I'd say that. I don't know. I think like he's... I think he'd rather like a real cricket. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what was the rule about Cricket19? I think it was just because we said it right at the end of our longest oh, episode. You, Oh, was it the end of the cricket episode? Yeah. And it's like, say, if you've made it through this far. Yeah. Yeah. You get... I can't remember what we said. You, you get... Yeah, maybe we'll follow... Well, okay. I remember so, your mum also sent through the message. Cricket yeah. Team. I can't remember if we gave her anything. Yeah, true. Well, mum and dad, like, you figure that out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing you soon, anyway. Um... So you would immediately go How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yeah. So the what thing I was about movie. to get to is that this, I, I saw this thing that pointed out, if this Halloween guy can go so easily to the Christmas town, this implies that there could be like people moving between all the worlds and like you could essentially have warfare between different, like it, oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's very unlikely that they wouldn't engage with the other um, holidays, right? And given that they have such different values, you know, you could have the Easter Bunny raging war against... Uh, I'm trying to think of another holiday. A Thanksgiving turkey or something like that. You know? <laughs> what? We're not an American podcast. No, oh. I prefer... Wasn't there a movie a few years back where all the, like, Christmas... Or not Christmas... Holiday mascots, like, teamed up? And it was kind of like... Oh. It was kind of like Endgame for, for holiday mascots. Yes, I know what this is. It was um, the Guardians? Yeah, the Guardians. Rise of the Guardians. Rise of the Guardians. That yeah. was it, yeah. Yeah, because everyone got around um, the snowman. Jack Frost. Oh, yeah. 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 As in, I've not seen it, but I just know Jack Frost has, like, had good vibes. <laughs> um, next up is... So, these next two films are films that, like, are films that are not Christmas films. They just happen at Christmas. I'm so glad I didn't even have to defend my stance on how the Grinch stole Christmas. What? Do you want to defend it? I would just say all the live, ap- ac- live action adaptions of... Um, Dr. Seuss books perfect really wouldn't change a thing wouldn't change the a thing the Cat in the Hat one of the best movies ever made 
I want I want someone to get in touch and question us on that. <laughs> um, and then we'll get back to our recordings next year, and we'll be like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, like I just a Nightmare Before Christmas is just such a fantastically animated film. But then also the Grinch stole Christmas is you know they had to get someone from the CIA in to brief Jim Carrey on um, like anti torture techniques because he had to spend so long in the makeup chair that it was basically considered torture. And so they like someone from the CIA came and briefed him on like how to survive torture sessions because that's what he was going through to get put in like the the green suit and everything. That's crazy. Yeah, that's an incredible fun fact. Well done. Well, well done. I, I feel, I was, I was unsure about this segment. I feel like I've played right into your ballpark. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. It's almost like movies are your thing. <laughs> so these next two, uh, so I, I think if you, if you've watched all of Nightmare Before Christmas, like, I think they're two very, they are very different. Movies. They're very different films, but I think they're both very good films. Wait, what? The Nightmare Before, Before Christmas and How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Okay, you, you just <laughs> feel that's like... a controversial stat. I feel like most people, uh, even I would say, An Nightmare Before Christmas is a better made movie than How the Grinch Stole Christmas, but I just love How the Grinch Stole Christmas so much. I, I think it's, like, it doesn't have to be a good movie. It's a well-made movie. It's just like, it's just like a, like, I feel like it has a little, it's almost a, like a classic Christmas movie. It is, it's tradition. You, it's on every Christmas time. You sit down and watch it and, uh, and you're building your Lego fire station or whatever. <laughs> And that's. Can we listen to a GoFundMe to get a Lego fire station? Oh, yes, please. I would get around I miss Lego so much. Yeah, but then what would we do with the Lego once we built it? I suppose play with it. Play with it, yeah. Yeah, true. Alright, next up. So these are two films that are both classified as Christmas films, but not because they're Christmas themed in any way, but rather they both have events that occur around Christmas. Christmas time. I love those films. Die Hard, one of them. Die Hard is one of them. Die Hard or Little Women? Um, I haven't seen Little Women. Yeah, I, I suspected you haven't, yeah. Is was is Little Women the one you keep telling me to watch? Little Women I watched a few months ago and I really liked it. Yes. Like, it's a very... Well, I haven't seen it, so this isn't really that fair. But you've not seen A Nightmare Before Christmas either. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've seen parts of A Nightmare Before Christmas. Whereas you're very passionate. Have you seen uh, Die Hard? I didn't know Little Women was set at Christmas. Like, the whole thing is set at Christmas. Just just before we go into delve into... Have you seen Die Hard? Um, yeah. I mean, I haven't, like, sat down and fully watched it, but I've seen... I've, like... It's kind of been on at Christmas time, and I've been in yeah. the room while it's oh, on. Oh, it's like me with Home Alone 2. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're sitting down, and you're, like... This list. And you're, like, you know, doing whatever, and, like, it's on, and you're, like, kind of half-following along with yeah. what's on the TV, but, like, not really, like, sitting and properly paying yeah. attention. So why is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Is it just it takes place at Christmas time? Well, it takes place at Christmas time, and it takes place in a building where there's Christmas, and there's Christmas stuff going on. And yeah. It's like saying, you know, Home Alone... is definitely not on this list. <laughs> well, but, I mean, Home Alone yeah. is, a, is a Christmas movie... In a sense that it also doesn't necessarily have to take place at Christmas. Yeah. Same with Die Hard, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, and Little Women, I think, has, like, a bit of it is... Because a lot of Little Women, the, the remake, any, like, the, the one that came out this year, is has flashbacks in it. Um, but, yeah, I, like, there is a chunk of it which is set at Christmas. But not it's not all set at Christmas. It's not all set at Christmas. Oh, well, that's, that's why it's not a Christmas movie, then. So, you're saying Die Hard because... Your reasoning for picking Die Hard is because more of it is set at Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, all of Die Hard is set in Christmas. True. Yeah. All right. I'll pay, I'll... That's why it's a Christmas movie. <laughs> I'll pay that. Alrighty. Uh, the next one that I have you to toss up between is The Polar Express and A Christmas Carol. 
The Polar Express. Yeah, I've not even seen a Christmas Carol. I've seen something to Which version of the Chris of the Christmas Carol? Any. Are any of them as good as as the Polar Express? Um, the Disney animated version where I can't. I think it's um Donald Duck plays Scrooge. Oh no, not Donald Duck. His like his like Scrooge grandfather. Scrooge McDuck. Is the the really rich? Is it Scrooge? Uh, yeah, Scrooge McDuck. I thought Scrooge McDuck. So hang on, I've heard Scrooge McDuck thrown. Over. So Scrooge McDuck. Is is a Disney adaptation character? Yeah, there's a Disney did a version where it has the old, it has the old like Donald's grandfather or father or whoever he is as Scrooge, and then it has all these other characters as the the ghosts yeah. and the and the whatever. Yeah, he's, he's Scrooge McDuck is named after. Yeah, um, and they did a version the the Disney A Christmas Carol. So it has like the, the bulldog as like the ghost of Christmas past or something like that. Well, because I don't actually know the story of a Christmas Carol. What? How do you not know the story of a Christmas Carol? I genuinely don't know. I found what? out whilst researching for this podcast that there was a version where with they did a Muppets version of a Christmas Carol. Yeah. And the way it works is that so they had uh, who was the guy who played Scrooge in it? Scrooge, Scrooge is the only like non Muppet. Non Muppet. But the guy who played Scrooge is like, the way I want to do this is I want to pretend I'm going to act as if I'm like a Shakespearean actor <laughs> and that all the Muppets as well are like that as well. Just to like really give that contrast. <laughs> Having not seen the film, apparently it worked well. Yeah. yeah. Tell me what happens in A Christmas Carol. I can't believe you don't... It's been adapted so many times. That Doctor Who did a version of A Christmas Carol. Yeah, I've seen the Doctor Who thing of it. Yeah, well, it's quite similar. Oh okay. It's a it's an it's always an it's an old guy. There's like it's like an old guy who's, who's who's capitalism, <laughs> and then he he learns the meaning of Christmas somehow. Yeah. So how does he learn the meaning of Christmas? So he's visited by the ghost of Christmas past, which shows him as like his younger self who like adored Christmas and and family and stuff. Then it's the ghost of Christmas present, which takes him to. Um, Usually his like he has a worker who's like super dedicated and it takes him to his house where you know his family's really struggling to get by but they're still all enjoying Christmas and getting around the spirit of it and even though they're like really struggling because you know Scrooge is underpaying his workers <laughs> like capitalist pig that he is <laughs> and then the ghost of Christmas future takes Scrooge to um uh like his grave basically and shows him. Well, in the in the original, it's his grave. In like other like the Doctor Who version, he shows him his old, like he shows the younger self, his older self, um, and he says, "This is what you become." And it's you know, his <laughs> he realizes his life amounts to nothing because all he cares about is money and not people or um, yeah. Christmas I feel or like, like this, that. this. I feel like you know, I've heard, I've heard this, you know I've heard this just on a podcast that was talking. The science podcast talking about Christmas. <laughs> and they made so many references to A Christmas Carol that I picked up all of these elements from there. Yeah. There you go. That's Maybe I should watch it. Or, yeah, well... I mean, that's the thing. Like, I feel like I haven't seen a proper version of A Christmas Carol, but I saw the Disney version when I was a kid, and, you know, I saw the Doctor Who version. Why can't kind of we, make, we make a version of A Christmas we Carol? We could. Um, Iron Man 3... Was based on a Christmas. Well, not based on, but what? like it had took inspiration from a Christmas Carol. Is the idea that Tony Stark is Scrooge? Um, something like that. Yeah. And like he learns, but that's wow. Because it, so it starts in the past, and the guy at the past that he leaves on the rooftop ends up becoming the villain. Yeah. So he's the ghost of Christmas past, 
the ghost of Christmas present is Tony and the ghost of Christmas future is, is like, um, him dealing with the, the trauma of the Avengers stuff that oh, comes right. back to yeah. like haunt him in the future. Um, that's, that's kind of how it, how it plays out. That's, so you're saying Iron Man 3 is a Christmas movie? Yeah, yeah. So, do you, so would you watch Iron Man 3 or A Christmas Carol? If you were, the, the way I want you to, to imagine this is that if you were going to go watch a movie tonight and you had to choose between the two of them, would you go rather watch, go watch Iron Man 3 or A Christmas Carol? Iron Man 3. Yeah? <laughs> I actually enjoy Iron Man 3 and I know that will cop me some hate from our audience, but... That's right, none of them write it anyway. <laughs> 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 in future years they'll they'll be asking this still and I'll still say yes absolutely why do you like it so much well I don't like it so much I just think it, it gets it's a good yeah I think I think it's a it's a good movie it, it could have done a lot better but I don't think it's a bad it's movie. almost like a thing of like the nerddom put so much and by the nerddom I mean like nerd fans of like <laughs> I'm allowed to call people nerds I'm a nerd exactly like yes you are like nerd fans of films like criticise they're things that are found very heavily. Mm. It's why, like, Star Wars gets, gets panned, panned so much. Because, like, if you're not a Star Wars fan, you kind of might enjoy Star Wars. But Star Wars fans are the people who enjoy Star Wars the least. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and my mum also hates Star Wars. But, like, Star Wars, <laughs> like, it goes... On the list of people who hate Star Wars, it goes, like, least hate is... Ordinary film goes, most hate is Star Wars fans <laughs> <and> my mum. <laughs> well, that was the thing with Star Like, I enjoyed... All the movies, the most recent movies, and everyone was like, oh, I hated this one, and I hated this one. I'm like, they're good movies. They're right <laughs> they're, movies. They're, they're made well. Like, they could have been a lot better. I'll admit that. But I enjoyed them. <laughs> like, yeah. people forget Star Wars. You're just meant to rock up and go, all right, <laughs> eat some popcorn. Like, people really just like Solo. I yeah. quite enjoyed Solo. Yeah. Oh, we watched Solo together. We did go watch we Solo, did go together. Solo together. <laughs> Who did we see Solo with? Was it Vasha and Tom? Yeah. Shout out to Vasha and Tom. Good times. Yeah, good times. I saw Vasha the other day. She tried to wave at me. I was in the middle of doing a sprint session around the Oval. I was in my standing rest. I looked over and she was like, hey, like I was like, oh, hey. And then the person running the session was like, go. And then I just started running again. Which looked like I was running away. But if Vasha, if you're listening, I wasn't running away. I'm like you, Vasha. <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> Josh's brutality. All right. So the, the fourth one I have on the Wait, list. We're up to the fourth one already? Yeah. The Polar Express we didn't talk oh, about. Oh, Polar Express. Oh man, I I had a copy of the Polar Express on DVD, yeah. and every year in primary school on the last day, I would bring it into class and we would watch it. You were the kid who brought it in. Yeah. Well, did that make you the coolest kid in school for that day? For that. And day. then I lost all my clout over the summer because you know new class, you come back. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a real weak move bringing in at the end of the but, year. But you know, I enjoy I enjoyed it. So the Polar Express was kind of the film of your high your primary school, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I guess it was the film like I watched. I it can't even remember. I remember it being a little bit scary at times. Yeah, like it's it's a little bit creepy as well because it was right at the time where CGI wasn't quite realistic enough to pull it off. So it's a bit odd, but it's also like it's. I would say it's almost the thing of like it's. If the, if it was any more realistic, like I think it's kind of like see the thing is about animated films. If they're too realistic, it's bad. Yeah, but they were trying to be realistic. And that was the problem with it. It's yeah. like Polar Express, the one thing is like, it's it's a little bit like, it's not, it's not quite animated enough. It's a little too realistic. It's a little, like, yeah, it's a little too crude when you're going, that's Tom Hanks and he looks, looks like Tom Hanks, but there's something. Wait, is Tom Hanks the conductor? Yeah. Oh my 
Goodness. <laughs> I you, you know nothing. <laughs> I know. I, like, I've, I've seen this film and I enjoyed it. I just cannot remember things. I also only really started paying attention to who actors were, like, and actors and actresses and, and so forth, like, a couple of years ago. Like, you know. <laughs> what? Just find that funny. <laughs> well, I knew that. I could name who plays the Avengers. <laughs> Very nice. I knew Daniel Radcliffe because my chemistry teacher taught Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, really? Yeah. When he was... Yeah, because you know... acting? Or... Yeah, because you know how he knows him? Just, shout out to Andrew Dean if you're listening. Actually, you know what, Mr. Dean, if you're listening, I still have in my wallet my as my emergency contact, because I have this still in there, because it's great, because it has my parents' numbers on there. The emergency contact I did when I went on a school trip with this Mr. Dean, it also has Mr. Dean's old <laughs> I don't know if it's... I mean, I could call Colin and see if he picks up, but... That would be strange. That would be so strange. But like, like, Merry Christmas. <laughs> but I realise in my wallet is still my chemistry teacher's like mobile number. And so if someone found my wallet and neither of my parents picked up, my old high school chemistry teacher might get a phone call. That would be pretty cool. That would be pretty funny. You should list them as an emergency contact like for everything from now on. <laughs> That'd be such a movie. <laughs> um, but he was saying that he... Because Mr. Dean worked in England for a bit. And he was saying that he was teaching there, and when and there was this he was teaching this year seven class, and there was this one kid who just always never showed up to school. And one day he was just like, so he didn't teach Daniel Radcliffe. Well, no, because he was like, and it, and it was turns out it's like, oh, it's because he's getting he's on a movie set, and he's like, yeah, it's this film called Harry Potter. It's this book a few people have gotten around lately, and it was done as in like surely he, by grade seven, there were already a few out. Maybe it wasn't grade seven. No, I think it was grade seven. Maybe it was the second one. No, grade seven, he would have been, I'm thinking I was, I was 12 in grade seven. Oh, yeah. no. And also in England, they have 13 grades. Yeah, that's true. So like, he would have been 11 or 12. Anyway, so your teacher didn't teach Daniel Radcliffe. No, he taught Daniel Radcliffe, but not as much as he taught the other students in his class. Because Daniel Radcliffe was there, but very sporadically. It was like, this kid who barely shows up, not this kid who never shows up. He wasn't like, I've never seen this kid's face. It's just he remembers this kid as like... Oh, you're here. That's unusual, you know? Like, you've got this, yeah, excuse to be skipping school for your acting career. Um, What has he done with that acting career? Now You See Me Too? He was in some... Wasn't he in some, like, vampire hunting movie as well? Was he? He was, like, in a Dracula movie or something. I would say that of 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 the terrific trio, which is Rupert Grint, Daniel Radcliffe, and Emma Watson, Emma Watson's done the most. Absolutely. But I'm fine. Like, yeah. She's in the movie. Emma Watson is killing it. Shout out to Emma Watson for, like, killing it. Although, Rupert Gritton has a kid. Oh. Yeah. You know, he... Did you hear the story about his ice cream truck? No. He bought an ice cream truck with his, like, paycheck, like, for Harry Potter. Yeah. And he went around and just gave out free ice creams to kids. <laughs> and then, um, you amazing. know, there, there became some problems with how that was viewed by... Oh. someone driving a truck around and just giving yeah. out free ice cream so then he had to stop giving out free ice cream oh, so oh that's such a that's sad because yeah. he's, 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 he's Rupert Grint seems like just a genuinely really nice guy <laughs> Josh is dying across from me do you want some do you need the the smack on the back no I'm alright that's fair that wouldn't be socially distanced anyway <laughs> <laughs> you right? yep just allergies um, <laughs> what? Choking on your own spit is out of here. <laughs> but he, um, Rupert Grint broke the record for the most uh, new Instagram followers in the first day on Instagram because oh. he got Instagram a few week, a couple of weeks back 
and uploaded a photo of him and his baby being like, just got Instagram, wanted to share this <laughs> with the world. And <coughs> Josh is having a good time. Josh is, he's getting caught up in the throat thinking about Rupert Grint's beautiful baby. Um, and all the free his beautiful ice cream, baby boy. That beautiful ice cream that that baby is going to be getting. Because <laughs> free ice cream all the time. <laughs> he's still got an entire truck full of it. <laughs> Because um, he picked David Attenborough, who'd gotten a few months ago, because David Attenborough made an Instagram account. To also show off his beautiful baby boy. <laughs> his baby boy being the blue planet. Oh. Well, which is dying. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> our like planet that. is dying. Just putting that out there. <laughs> on that Merry note. Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. What happened? Did, uh, sorry, Mr. Whippy, was that a thing over here? Mr. For you Whippy. in Queensland? Queensland? Um, as in the... It's an ice cream truck. Yeah, you yeah. also had the ice cream truck yeah. with that like iconic. I can't, I can't remember what the tune is for life of me, but like if you heard the tune, like, yeah, 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 you hear the tune and like something primal switch. I'm not sure if I ever had ice cream from Misty. No, I have. Why? Well, Mum would always buy like a specific tub, and it was a specific like flavor, and it was really good. What do you know? What flavor? No. What's your favorite flavor of ice cream? Um, I usually go for like coconut or caramel. Coconut. As a, oh, sorry, I'm thinking like gelato, like that, like that's so fancy. Yeah, if you were to get a tub of ice cream from the shop, to get a get. tub of ice cream. Um, well, I don't know. I, I like... You could only eat one flavor. Of, you're not really good at improv, are you? You could only <laughs> get one flavor of ice cream for the rest of your life. What would you get? Well, what I'd never really have bought tubs from the store. Okay, don't think about tubs of ice cream. Just think about if you were going to the ice cream shop. And this is the last time you could ever go to the ice cream shop. Well, that's so sad. Well, don't think about it. <laughs> okay, fine. Let's just change the parameter of the question. Mr. Whippy knocks on your door right now. The Mr. Whippy. <laughs> the Mr. Whippy. And he's like, what ice cream do you want, Josh? He has every caramel. flavor. Caramel, caramel ice cream. Ca- really? Yeah. Is that just vanilla with caramel sauce in it? or just? No, it's, it's caramel. I, it's caramel. I, I, I don't understand. How else can I explain? It's caramel ice cream. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I feel like it's a niche choice. Really? Yeah, maybe. I love caramel. Yeah. I have someone who would only eat ice cream if it was chocolate ice cream. Yeah. Which is a, a strong opinion to Do have. Do you remember back at um, when we were in SA5, SA5 and they had an ice cream? Yeah. And it was it was the the oh no it wasn't always. But yeah, because I texted my mum when this happened, because this is when I was just, my stomach was just getting used to having dairy. I texted my mum halfway through first year, like, ice cream's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but they would always have the, either the one specific, like, flavour. And so, you like, people would be like, oh, it's vanilla at the moment, I'm waiting until it becomes chocolate. Or, it, like, it'd be strawberry, and it'd be strawberry the whole night, because no one likes strawberry yeah. ice cream for some reason. I'm just sitting there, like, getting yeah, like, birds of I'm, a strawberry ice yeah. cream. Um, and then, like, one time they brought out Neapolitan, and the entire chocolate side went and then it was the entire vanilla thing went and then it was just the last sliver of strawberry <laughs> that lasted People for like unnecessarily just like strawberry I know strawberry's good something I did earlier this year because I had a tub of like cheap coles Neapolitan what I did is I, I just got some of the strawberry and the other thing I did is like I would grab like random sweet things from my room and mix them in so I think oh like cold rock yeah doing homemade cold rock real fun yeah can just say also, I'm pretty sure the idea with Neapolitan is you're meant to go across. across right? yeah, like, but and no people one does always that. do the lengthways. Yeah. yeah. 
No, it's not a tub of three separate flavors. It's one flavor. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the photos of where someone taken has gotten three Neapolitan tubs, it cut it into three, three <laughs> yeah, tubs and, and put, put the words together? together. <laughs> These blocks. Oh. Oh, that's that's a photo and a half. Um, so after Paul Express, the next pair I wanted you to choose between. Um, was Home Alone and Home Alone 2. <laughs> I, I thought about this. Do you remember? We did, a, we did an episode with Home Alone. We talked about Home Alone 2 with Cassie. And I brought up Home Alone oh, in, something um, or other. I in, brought up Home in, Alone in like 6 we, or something. Oh, yeah. we made up the film. Yeah. That was... Because the... um. The Chum Scrubber! The, 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 the Chum, chum scrubber. scrubber! Shout! Okay, that was... Our early episodes were pretty rubbish, but The Chum Scrubber. The Chum Scrubber. Pretty amazing. legendary. That was... How good was The Chum That was such a good episode. We should do that again next year. That thing where we like... Yeah. That was pretty that fun. That should be a recurring episode. Where we go back and do that. The other thing we did which recurring, which... I, okay, I want to bring it back, but I've not done it because you floundered really poorly when I did it on you. It was 20 questions. I didn't flounder, it was just... You did horrific with Jurassic Park. Well, that's because I didn't... I haven't seen it. Still, <laughs> I still your questions were rubbish. <laughs> but I did 20 questions with you, and it worked quite well. Yeah, because I can handle the pressure. <laughs> um, but yeah, the ch- the one thing I have about bringing back that... Well, I don't mind bringing that back then, the come up with a movie script one, is, yeah, is if we can talk, talk the Trump scrabble. But, so I was reading about Home Alone 2. I know I've not heard your answer yet, but so you know how Donald Trump's in Home Alone 2? Yes. Turns out the only reason that is, is because Donald Trump is like, if you film at my hotel, I have to be in the movie somehow. Oh. And so the only reason he's in the film is because it's at his hotel and he asked to be written into the... Did you just say masturbatory? No, I said... Oh, that's a... Something else. I I don't know what I said, but it definitely wasn't that. (laughs) Because that is what you could use to describe that behavior. (laughs) That's true. That is definitely like the the right word for it. Um, But yeah, he was like, I want to be written into the script. And apparently... Apparently, he just needs to be in the script. So, apparently, previous films that have been shot at his places have written him into the script, filmed it, and then not included it in the final cut that went oh. to cinemas. But then Home Alone 2, it actually worked. Well, I think for Home Alone 2 probably came out at the right time for it. What do you mean? Well, I mean, like, I think around that time was when, like, The Apprentice was becoming big. So, it was kind of like, it was a recognisable cameo as opposed yeah. to someone that you were just like, who, who is that? Yeah. I mean, that was what I was like as as a kid. I didn't know who Donald Trump was. Yeah, yeah. I suppose it was Donald Trump's this weird figure that you knew. Like, think back to like twenty fourteen. <laughs> like everyone knew who he was. He was this megalomaniac businessman who had a lot of money. Who was on TV? He, he had his own TV. Show. And he didn't really know what he did, but he just made money doing business. And stuff. he said, "You're fired." Yeah, and he was just very aggressive to people about like lots of, and he was just like, he was a lot. Mm. And, and now, cut to now. He's still a lot. He's still a lot, but he's actually... And he's a like, bit of a megalomaniac. He's definitely still a lot. He's definitely still a megalomaniac. Well, he's basically a giant baby. Yeah. Yeah. And not a beautiful baby boy. Very ugly uh, baby. He's an ugly baby. I, like, I'm not for being saying mean things about babies, except that one, because Trump should not be a baby, but he is a baby. Yeah. Uh, I nearly said a, a swear word about Trump. <laughs> and, um, but Home Alone or Home Alone 2? Um, I think Home Alone 1. Yeah? Yeah. How come? I just think it's me. <laughs> Sorry, what? I just think it's me. He looked so proud of himself when he said that. I just think it's neat. A little tie up a little ribbon and put it on that as well. Why do you think it's neat? 
reason. No reason. You just, all right, you know what? I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Fair. Home Alone over Home Alone. Did you know John Williams created the Christmas Carol for Home Alone? What Christmas Carol? The Home Alone Christmas Carol. There's a Home Alone Christmas Carol. Yeah. I'll get it up right oh, now. don't get it up. No, it's copyrighted, probably. Oh, probably. Yeah, don't do that. We need a... We want to make profit off this. What <laughs> <laughs> profit? <laughs> shh, shh. They're coming. Um, yeah, so there's a... There's a uh, a particular... The particular tune, the, like, main theme of Home Alone yeah. is a is a Christmas carol. And you listen to it, and you're like, oh, this is just some Christmas carol. John Williams wrote the entire thing. Um, like, he for wrote me. his own Christmas carol for the movie, and it's a... Like, has a specific theme and meaning... Based on the plot of the movie. Ah. Oh, which is quite cool. That's really cool. And Murray Gold, the composer for Doctor Who, did a similar thing for um, the Christmas special in uh, the 10th Doctor's last season, The End of Time. Uh, oh. Where... Oh, that guy... <laughs> I just got so sad. <laughs> uh, just remind me, you know who's a beautiful boy? David Tennant. David Tennant. Yeah. Um, friend of the show. <laughs> friend of the... David Tennant. <laughs> Shout out to David Tennant. Um... We yeah, can't make Murray, him a friend of the show. Murray, Murray him, Gold um, wrote Vale Decem, which means Farewell Ten um, in Latin, That's which right, is yeah. the regeneration, the song that plays during Spoilers, the regeneration. Spoilers, David Tennant's doctor died. <laughs> Very sad. Um, but there's also another version of it that is a Christmas carol version that plays at the very start of the thing. It's written for a, a children's choir that sings a version oh, of the lyrics that yeah. plays at the start. I think I want to, I want to watch some David Tennant Doctor Who again. I have some at home. I could... Now I know what I'm doing over <laughs> Very nice. Very, very nice. I feel like we should like let people know that this is... We've not actually explicitly said we're here, but this is our last episode for the for the year. Well, yes, because there's no more Fridays in 2020. Yeah, this, is, this is the last Friday of 2020 when this episode comes out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's the last episode of the year. Um, and we'll be keeping you entertained throughout January yes. with our specials. Um, That's our Christmas present to everyone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Some people got an extra special Christmas present, which is being made friends of the show. Exactly. But, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, so the last one I wanted you to choose between was, I've only seen one of these, and these are the only two that I couldn't really pair up, but I was like, I feel like I couldn't do a comparison of Christmas movie without including these two. Uh, Elf. Yep. And Love Actually. Very different films. Elf. <laughs> Elf all the way. Why Elf all the way? I've not seen Elf. Elf. Why should I watch Elf? The best Christmas movie. Ever Who's made. the lead in Elf? It's Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell, that's right, yeah. The best Christmas movie ever made. Why? Full stop. Why? It's funny. Mm-hmm. It's wholesome. Mm-hmm. It's well made. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, covers a lot of great themes. Mm-hmm. You d- didn't get a fourth finger, by the way. Josh is counting on his fingers as he said this. It is one, two, three, and then count on the third finger twice. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm holding the... Oh, yeah, no, you changed it now that I pointed out. Don't worry. I noticed that little <laughs> sneaky finger in there. Um, it's just a great movie. It's just a great movie. Yeah? Yeah. Well, maybe I'll go watch Elf over there. You should. Absolutely. Excellent. Mum and Dad, you're listening? It's very quotable <laughs> as well. It's a very quotable. Give me an Elf quote. Um. <laughs> you. Well, see, I said that and then I was like, um, I'm in a bit of danger because I can't think of one off the top of my head. And then you were like, I hope he doesn't ask me to say one. And now I'm like, Oh no, um, I am a cotton head ninny mugger. Oh yeah, that's that's a quote. <laughs> so good news! I saw a dog today. I thought that was just people who like dogs saying that. No, that's a quote from the movie. There you go. The more the more you know. Why that? Oh, I just got like four emails. Um, 
I got the joke. Sorry, that was very. <laughs> Um, there's a there's a scene where the the mall Santa rocks up and Elf thinks it's the real Santa, and so he goes there and he decks out the entire place. He stays up all night decorating the entire the entire toy section. It says like "Welcome Santa" everywhere and stuff. And and then he rocks up and he goes, "You're not Santa." And he goes, "Ho ho ho! I am Santa." And Elf says, "Well, if you're Santa, what song did you sing for me on my birthday?" And the mall Santa goes. Well, happy birthday, of course. And Elf just goes, damn it, he got me. <laughs> I want to watch this film it's now. A, it's a good movie. It sounds like it. And why does it beat Love Actually? Um, Love Actually, overrated. Mm-hmm. Yep. Slightly like, problematic. Yeah, I think a lot of people our age have started to realise that Love Actually gets a little bit problematic at times yep. and started to like, think it's overrated. Yeah. 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 Yeah, is that what we're going to say about it? Yep. Yeah, fair. Elf, great movie. If you trust, trust, so so basically, if you're tossing up which Christmas films to watch this holiday, yep. you should watch How the Grinch Store Christmas. Absolutely. Die Hard. Yep. The Polar Express. Yep. Home Alone. Yep. And Elf. That sounds like actually my perfect Christmas movie marathon. That does sound like... <laughs> and so, and for enemies of the show, so Emma and Tiff, this <laughs> is your Christmas movie marathon. Well, actually, yeah, they'd probably enjoy all these other movies. And Nightmare more. Before Christmas, Little Women. I feel hard. Like, Little Women was a really good film. But not a Christmas movie. At the end, look, the list said it was. <laughs> you'll be And then after that, you'll be watching A Christmas Carol, Home Alone 2, so you'll be very confused because you've not seen the first one. <laughs> and then you'll be finishing it with Love Actually. Which, you know, some people would enjoy as a film. Yeah. But then maybe there'll be something nagging at you being like, oh, maybe this film is a little problematic. <laughs> and you'll be left with a bit of taste in your mouth at the end of the film. Whereas we'll, Josh and I will be sitting there kicking ourselves laughing at Elf. Exactly. Me having not seen it before. Perfectly wholesome elf. Watch someone text and being like, here are all the problems with elf. No problems with elf. Perfect movie. <laughs> Perfect movie. 10 out of 10. Your favourite movie of all time? Elf. Elf. <laughs> Alrighty. So Josh, you have a song for us. I do have a song for us. Yeah? Yeah. Are we going to bring the microphone over? Yep. Excellent. Um, I agree, are we gonna all, we're going to both move over. So, so I'm going to do this as a solo. And I would like you to join in for the last verse. How many verses have you prepared? Well, there's only the two verses only in, the two. in the song. Do you want me to play the uke as well? Um, yeah. Hang on, I need to remember the strumming pattern. I completely forgot. Also, I'm going to be playing the, the, the piano, so... Yes. Alright, also, I don't, I don't quite know how this is going to work. I'm hoping it, it comes through quite well. Oh no, you know, um, what, gonna gonna do, you know what this is going to expose me? Is so when you're playing on the on the uke, the D's and the D7s, the D7 is slightly different on the uke, but sounds pretty much the same. And so they're kind of like, just play the D and the D7 is the same if you want. Which oh, is what I do. Well, that's fine because I'll add the seven. So it will be, be a very interesting. Uh, do you want to tune? Do you want to tune the ukulele? I don't even know what notes. What notes do you need to tune? I think I have a tuner thing on my phone. Oh, well, as in your tuning script. Well, script. yeah, but you tune it to the piano. Also, do you like the little the little? Because no, it's Christmas time. Yeah, I do like it. Thank you. Um, Thank you. <clears throat> Alright, here we go. I'm dreaming of a white noise <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> I realise it's exactly <laughs> the same. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, 
<laughs> yeah, I, I'm really good because I actually was going to change it. I was going to, I'm dreaming of a white noise crisp. I was going to get you to yell out noise and podcast. Oh. Ah, oh. But, but the rest of the lyrics are different. <laughs> should, we, should, we, should we start from the top? Yeah. All yeah. right. All right. <clears throat> Hang on. Do you want to, can I play you, because you're more musically talented. Can I play in the, like, a cup, like the first line on the ukulele? Can I just play in a couple of bars of G's? On the ukulele, and then you come in. Oh yeah, so yeah, I can yeah, hear yeah. The timing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, you ready? I'm dreaming of a white noise Christmas with every podcast that we write. Right podcast. <laughs> May your days be merry and bright, and may all your Christmases. And here we go, here we go, a uh, little instrumental solo now. <laughs> you know what I realized? Alright, last verse, here we go, take it away! Oh, right, this is another da, 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 I'm dreaming of a white noise Christmas. I've been Blacker. And I've been Josh. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll catch you next, next year, year for another season of Good Times.